You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Erica. And I'm Kelsey. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good cocktail. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. So today's episode is titled Taking the Temperature of Your Life. And we're going to talk all about kind of checking in with yourself and how you can know when things are going well or are maybe a little bit off and how we kind of navigate that. Mm -hmm. So first a cocktail. First. Not a cocktail. Yeah. It's kind of a little cookie snack. Mm -hmm. I Basically, (laughs) listeners, I crashed cookie date night. (laughs) And I panicked for a moment (laughs) because we're recording on a different night than we usually do. That's right. We're changing it up. If you've listened to before, Kelsey and Chris have a little cookie date night tradition. (laughs) And usually the door will be like more open and I see Kelsey Uh like getting ready to podcast Uh right in her dining room. And I didn't see anybody. (laughs) And Chris like kind of peeked the door was slightly ajar uh-huh. but i wasn't sure and then chris peeked around the corner and i didn't see kelsey and i was like oh god am i here on the wrong night and i'm just walking in their house because <laughs> i feel like we talk more like close to the time we're recording right, usually right. like how bedtime's going yes, or whatever exactly no it's funny i think so. i was calling from the kitchen but i always misestimate how loud you need to talk yes. to like call across the house especially if you're standing like Out behind a wall yeah <laughs> but i benefit and get a cookie. You benefit from cookie date night. Yes, because I was getting our frozen cookies out of the freezer and bake some for me and Chris. And so now I bake some for us. And so actually I'm very excited because so this is the big batch of cookies that I made and froze cookie dough ball scoops of them yes. like on a cutting board then put them all in a ziploc bag and now for cookie date night i just get out the two yes. to four that we have Genius. so i'm excited for you to try this one because i think i found a winner of a cookie recipe that freezes well and i mean these are beautiful cookies yeah. well and actually i have heard that to get them like thicker and denser and not mm-hmm. so flattened out because you know mm-hmm. the dough kind of melts right. and then it flattens out right. and it gets crispy yeah to put them in cold like from mm-hmm. the fridge for a while or even mm-hmm. the freezer is a good idea for yeah. that so yeah i think this bonus. is gonna work all right well all so right. i have a mug of milk you okay, have, ice I have ice water because i'm i have, must have had salty dinner or something i don't know I'm <laughs> cheers really cheers <laughs> all right i'm gonna sample this all right let's sample go with this delicious cookie. i gave you an extra chocolatey one yum it's good mm-hmm. might have gotten a tad bit crispier than i would do it or maybe just sitting here but, but it's still good it's real good. Okay. Now, <laughs> excuse my chewing. I'm doing a lot of crunching in the mic. These are Joy the Baker's mm. browned butter chocolate mm. chip cookies. It gives it that depth. It does. You can, it's like a, it, it's subtle. It's like that difference, like homemade. Like yeah. it tastes much more like rich yeah. and homemade. Yes. So these are, it's a winner. Mm. I'm very excited that I have a big bag of frozen this so cookie good. dough. Mm-hmm. So good. It's really, really good. Okay, All I right. put another really big bite in my mouth, so hold okay. on. Hold, please. <laughs> Me too. If you thought you had to edit out sipping, this is a whole nother level. Just wait. Mm. So good. It's so good. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan. Every bite, I'm like, it's still it really real is. good. Sorry, listeners, we're just going to eat the whole cookie mm-hmm. and you will hear none of it. Okay. So I feel like we talk frequently on the show about how self-care mm-hmm. as a woman, especially mm-hmm. is more than just manicures and pedicures. Yep. But I think it can be kind of hard to know what to do to kind of be reflective and notice yeah. how things are actually going in your life. And um, 
what you might be able to change or mm-hmm. do to be functioning as your best self. Yeah. So let's start with maybe like, what are some benchmarks for you? Mm-hmm. How can you tell when things are going well? Okay. This was such a fun episode to reflect on yeah. and to put together for myself. It, I feel like I needed it right it now. It felt like great <laughs> self-care it really just did. to do it. So it really this was your suggestion. So thank you so much <laughs> for that. Okay. So, okay. When things are going well. So one thing, the first thing that I thought of was I just, it's just an overall feeling that I have. Mm-hmm. I think that I feel light, mm-hmm. both just not stress weighing me down. Mm -hmm. I think that I feel healthy. So I kind of feel light in that way, like Mm -hmm. a spring. Like physically light, Yeah, like a spring in my step, you know? Um, I feel energized and optimistic. Okay. Those are kind of all the things. And as I was thinking about it, this might sound kind of funny, but I think a word that I think about that like describes that overall feeling is kind of a fizzy I like it. Like a happy, like effervescent. Yes. (laughs) Effervescent is perfect. So um, I love it. I think that also I find myself enjoying the day to day Mm -hmm. routines and whatnot that needs to go on, but also looking forward to what's to come. Mm -hmm. Um, Eating well, exercising consistently, being really well rested. Mm -hmm. Those are things I try to do. um, And when you know, one of those falls off, I can really notice. Um, Feeling like I'm on top of things, like I'm managing my to-do list Mm -hmm. really well, and I feel motivated to even work ahead. Yes. And and it's- Like you have some extra bandwidth. Exactly. And that really feeds into itself. The more I work ahead, the more I want to work ahead, the more together I feel, and it just feels really, really good. Um, Another interesting one that I found is I think taking pictures for me mm. is an indicator that things are going well. I mm-hmm. think that that means that I'm doing things that I enjoy and that I'm having the time to enjoy them. Yes. And for, noticing those little moments. Exactly. Maybe. Yeah. Exactly. For me, I find, I think I do a good job of being in the moment and enjoying things and I can snap a few pictures mm-hmm. and then get back to the moment. Um, but I think I will... Yeah, I will just notice, wow, I didn't really take any pictures this week or this weekend. And it's kind of because I was just too busy. I mean, sometimes it means that I was just enjoying myself and I didn't have my phone. But I think sometimes it means I was just really too busy to be doing those little things that I just want to pause for a minute and remember. I like it. Um, And I thought of a funny one that's not for me, but I have to share this about Chris because it is so indicative and it's Mm -hmm. just so funny. When things are going well for him and he just feels good, he sings in the morning. And I will just notice it. He's just singing something silly Uh or making up silly songs for the boys. Mm -hmm. And it'll just be, I don't really think of it that much, but then if suddenly he's singing in the morning, I'll just think, oh, you haven't done that in a while. You must have finally gotten a good (laughs) night's sleep or you finally got to exercise and you feel good or you finish that big thing at work. And yeah, it's just a total indicator for him. So what about you? Okay. So for me, one big thing, it's like, how can I tell, like, if these things are happening, then life is going well. Mm -hmm. So 
reading every night. Oh, that's a great how one. much I'm reading is a really big indicator. Mm-hmm. I feel like because if I'm not doing that, that means I'm probably crashing into bed. I'm not taking the time to do something mm-hmm. that really like nourishes. I'm maybe on my phone scrolling right. mindlessly or right. whatever. So reading that's a good one. Reading every night for me I, is a big deal. I add that to mine. Yeah, <laughs> not, <laughs> not ditto. Not necessarily every night, but that I am have a book in a regular. My life. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm engaged in some reading. Um, and then creating something that is mm. a really big indicator, especially for like overall how I'm feeling about mm-hmm. my life. Maybe not a daily thing, but mm-hmm. that I'm in a space where I feel like even I think it's a bandwidth thing mm-hmm. too, like feeling like I have the bandwidth to either write or even just being creative around the house or creative yeah. with the girls. Yeah. Um, that feels really indicative to me of things going well. Mm-hmm. Um my patience reserves. Oh, good one. I'm not a super patient person to begin with, but I feel like when things are really going well and I've done a good job taking care of myself and everything, I it, there's an exponential difference mm-hmm. in my patience level. Mm-hmm. Um, cooking somewhat healthy meals, mm-hmm. cooking period, yeah. I feel like is an indicator mm-hmm. versus grabbing random things from the yeah. fridge and the pantry right. and getting more exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, I have noticed... Uh, if my sense of humor is intact and I can find the funny in most things, mm-hmm. then I'm doing well. Cause it, like the that. inverse of that is right. also true when things are not going well. Right. Nothing is funny. Right. <laughs> this is not funny. <laughs> um, doing my nails. I think I've oh, talked about yes. this on the show before. Yes, like, for sure. If I have gone more than a week without doing my nails, life is too crazy and I yeah. need to look at things seriously. Right. <laughs> so to examine your yes, life. <laughs> that is a good one. Um, wanting to entertain. Oh, Ooh, that's a good one. Um, just and yeah, I think indicative of like, okay, my house is somewhat at a comfortable mm-hmm. cleanliness level. Right. I again have some bandwidth. Exactly. I have something to offer somebody mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. Um, it is something that actually fuels me quite a bit and fills me up. But mm-hmm. when you're feeling depleted, it does take yeah. energy, and so yeah. I feel like that is a good one. Um, and then in terms of our relationship, I feel like one big indicator for me. This is kind of silly and I don't even know if I can quite describe it. Mm-hmm. But when we, before we had kids, we would often do grocery shopping or like Sam's or Costco mm-hmm. together. And I could tell, maybe I've talked about this before on the podcast. Stop me listeners if I have. <laughs> but I feel like when we are doing well, those tasks are fun mm-hmm. and we're like flirting yeah. and he's like, Oh yeah, we have talked about this, haven't we? We talked about it hip on our checking happy, me on into, our happy yeah. couples. But you like, know what? I think you're I think that you guys liking to hip check each yeah. other into aisles. That <laughs> yeah, bears like we repeating. mess with each other when yeah. we have and that's like yeah. a flirting right. thing right. for us. Or like a butt slap, yeah. you know, in the kitchen or right. whatever, like those kind of things. Yeah. And then having the sex. Mm-hmm. Like yep. I mean, it's a pretty easy, yep. very tangible <laughs> indicator of how <laughs> yes, things are going. Is. Yep. So yeah, that's that's kind of how I know things are okay. Okay, so how about conversely? What are kind of your red flags? How do you know when things are going off the rail a Mm. bit for you and something might need some attention? Yeah, well, basically just... First of all, the opposite yeah. of everything <laughs> above. <laughs> Not having the sex. Exactly. <laughs> um, but in terms of the opposite of how I feel when everything is going well, when things are getting off, I just... I. Feel feel it. I can feel the stress. I can mm-hmm. feel a tightness in my chest mm-hmm. or I can feel a, a tightness uh, in my stomach. Yeah. And just I've just like a, like yeah, a rock. I've just there. had that before where I just, it's just kind of always there in a low level. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just not a great feeling. 
um, where I'm only thinking of getting through just the day to day. And sometimes I have to even compartmentalize my day or just think of only the task. Getting into lunchtime. Exactly. Exactly. Or just there are sometimes days where I am feeling depleted and the weekdays we have just so much to do before we even get out the door Mm -hmm. before 8 a.m. And it can just feel so overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And so I just have to think, okay, get the boys breakfast. Yeah. Like then the next, okay. You know, one thing at a time, Mm -hmm. instead of just being able to step back a little bit more. Um, yeah. Um, for me, I think just a, a really big one is being out of my routine. I love routine mm-hmm. so much. And so for me, that's my exercise routine. That's my eating well routine. Mm-hmm. And that's probably my routine of not having a routine of having blank space on my calendar. Yeah. And when that's not happening, it just, you know, throws me off. I can handle one week, but mm-hmm. if it goes into two weeks, I just, that's when I get the tightness and mm-hmm. just like, they, this is not how I want to be living. Like this is not sustainable for mm-hmm. me. So those are kind of the, those are kind of the things that I would think about. Okay. Sorry. I had cookie. Cookie break. And it is super chocolatey. I, I'm making a big mess really with did. this cookie. <laughs> yeah. I think for me, um, like on a weekly basis, if I have something scheduled every single night, no, it's not okay. Like I look at my calendar and mm-hmm. panic. I try not to do that, but sometimes things get added yeah. later on and right. it's like, I can't function like that. And do you find this too? Um, for me, it's across the entire family mm-hmm. because I could not have something, but if Chris had two late night things yes. that week, that the means impact. solo parent mm-hmm. evening, just just kind of adds a little bit Mm -hmm. and even if I was physically doing the same thing it's just kind of that emotional load so that can be hard because if I schedule one thing yeah but then Chris has two things Mm -hmm. suddenly that's three nights Ah. right right yeah I just feel like that is a really good when I see that happening I mean everyone has like a crazy week once in a while but yeah when you see that happening regularly I'm like okay something needs to give here right or I need to be using my time more wisely Mm -hmm. or something like Mm -hmm. that's a good yeah red flag for me yeah um I think like me being just super snippy Mm. I get real snippy and Mm -hmm. real loss of patience like I don't get sad yeah but I get very short I get very um Mm -hmm. yeah I just don't have the patience I think when I'm not sleeping well for no real particular reason yeah but just waking up feeling like I didn't sleep good Mm -hmm. um definitely for me like migraines increase when things are not good like my body starts to tell me if I let it go too long like Mm -hmm. you're not okay Mm -hmm. or like getting sick like Mm -hmm. shut it down right like my body very much responds (laughs) that way um, I'll notice that I'm scrolling or watching TV mm, or eating mindlessly. Absent, ab- yeah, yeah mindlessly. any of that stuff mindlessly, and then it and just feeling gross. Like right. my eyes are burning. Why am I still scrolling on my phone? Right, like, right. that's kind of an indicator to me that I'm probably mm-hmm. numbing or avoiding something yeah, or right. whatever. Um, yeah, bickering and not having the sex. Mm. Like everything becomes an argument and right. then you don't feel like having sex. Right, exactly. Um, and then just, yeah, a general feeling of like overwhelm and mm. stuck. Mm-hmm. Like I can't, I don't know where to start right. with these tasks. Kind of deer I don't know. in the headlights. Yeah. I know I don't want to be here. I don't mm-hmm. know how to get out. Yes. yes. 
that is that is so a those really kind of indicators. That's a really tough feeling. Um, okay, so then how do you? I feel like you're really good at this. How do you intentionally and regularly like set aside that time and space to reflect mm-hmm. on how it's going in the first place? Because unless you have that. Mm-hmm moment you don't yeah. even necessarily recognize those things right. for what they are right exactly so what do you do to kind of build that in I've been thinking about this I think I think that there is just part of my personality I do not have a problem prioritizing me time mm-hmm. I think that I've realized that because I know that that is something that a lot of people a lot of women say mm-hmm. it's hard for me to take that time for myself i you know, there are certainly times when I'm busier and I don't feel like I'm getting it, but I think that I get a very, I know that I need it. Yes. I'm very aware of it. And I think I physically feel like I need it. And when I'm not getting it, I, I find know, a way to make it exactly. Happen. I know that I need to make it happen. I'm the same um, way. And so, so anyway, just that I know it needs to happen and I kind of know these go-to things. And like I said, I really don't have a problem prioritizing Mm -hmm. it. (laughs) I don't ever, I feel bad because I know that many women, especially in moms do, but Mm -hmm. I don't ever feel like I don't deserve that time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like that's not a struggle for me. I'm like, no, I really do because I'm, and even if I didn't deserve it, even if I'm just being a brat, I'm going to be a much Right. But the rest of my family is going to enjoy me around right. much more if I get it. Right. So yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and take that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I, I definitely believe in that. So mm-hmm. I, I am thankful that I don't have that. Yes. And we are empowering time. you, dear listeners. Yes. Just take do it. it. Just do it. Yes. Find a way. So um, one of the ways to make time to reflect and just kind of have that rejuvenation time, like I mentioned, is trying to limit scheduled activities. Ideally, no more than two max Mm -hmm. across everyone in the family during the week Mm -hmm. and one or two on the weekends. Mm -hmm. And I say no to a lot of birthday parties. Oh, So many guys. My kids see me throw away many a birthday party invitation. Yeah. And I just say, well, Family policy. Yeah. If we're not friends outside of. Right. They get, I mean, we would literally be at one every weekend. Yes. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. They're just coming in. Just there's say a, no. There's a new one in the cubby all the time. <laughs> so anyway, um, you know, and I know that we've talked on other episodes that we feel similarly about that, mm-hmm. keeping those weeks not overly busy. And so, but it really does take diligence. It really yeah. takes saying no over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. So it can, it can be tough. Um, but so that um, Thursday night cookie dates with Chris yep. is a great way to check in on our relationship and make sure we have that time. Um, talking to my mom and I have three girlfriends that I talk to regularly mm-hmm. on the phone. And I just think that that is always so reflective mm-hmm. and perspective giving for me. Like you grounding know? people in your oh, life. Yeah, exactly. And I think that there's something, there's something different for me about talking to those people versus talking to Chris, just because it's a little bit more of an outside perspective mm-hmm. and, I think it sometimes gets things, gets a weight off in sometimes a different way. Mm-hmm. You know, almost, it can almost be, even if Chris has sort of given me the same advice, then hearing it a yes. second time from someone outside is like, yes. yeah, it really is okay. Or just even that, just that women's perspective yeah. and conversation. Yeah. So I just always find that that is a great kind of reflection time. Um, journaling, which I don't do really regularly. Mm-hmm. I actually 
I used to journal, I mean, consistently so regularly from about fifth grade through college, graduate school. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of took a break um, when I started blogging more regularly. Oh, yeah. That really kind of took the place of that, even though I wasn't speaking as intimately on right. my blog as I would have. But more recently, I've just gotten a blank notebook again, and it's not with any kind of consistency, but I will find that just if thoughts are running in my head, you know, especially mm-hmm. in the evening, trying mm-hmm. to go to sleep or things like that, that it is just so therapeutic to just write it out. That mm-hmm. always has just been so helpful for mm-hmm. me. So that's been nice to have back in my life. Um, blogging and even posting to Instagram for me can be therapeutic in a way because it is a reflection Mm -hmm. for me. Um, both of, both of those things. Um, and then I think this podcast and mine that I have with Chris, because it makes me reflect on things Mm -hmm. that I wouldn't take this time, you know, spending 45 minutes to think about how I take the time. How do I know when things are going off the rails? And then to talk with you about it and get your perspective and everything. So I just, we, we end up talking about topics that are so interesting and, and so relevant and that I find useful, but that I wouldn't have otherwise spent two hours of my life thinking about and then talking to a friend about. It's almost like you need the structure of it Mm -hmm. to to really dive deep. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's interesting. I think sometimes it has given me kind of a perspective on how sometimes I talk to my other girlfriends Mm -hmm you know, instead of just letting the conversation kind of go wherever it will go, we do that for a while. But then sometimes like, Hey, I want to talk to you guys about this. Yeah. Like, how's this Bring going? Bring your thoughts to the exactly. table. Yeah. Exa- I will send you an agenda. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that's, I think that's funny. Fun. I have a friend. So we just recently got together for a like little girls oh, reunion yeah. with a couple friends that I've known since middle school and mm. they've known each other even. I kind of came in a little bit later, uh-huh. but they've known each other since like second grade. That's so cool. Um, and I have a friend who is very much like you, like very driven and organized uh-huh. and like uh-huh. just she's an upholder. Like yeah. she is just, <laughs> and she kind of had like some set questions for oh. the weekend and it was actually really, really nice That's because really cool. we sat down to dinner like as soon as we finally, they stayed at my house one night mm-hmm. we got away from the kids finally and you know, out, on mm-hmm. our own for the weekend and we sat down to like our first dinner and she's like okay so this is what I was thinking we could all go around the table and <laughs> oh, say like I what is that. your number one struggle right now oh my gosh and for us all to go around, I mean we were crying within like five minutes at dinner over oh. our bruschetta but it was just so good I to be like that. okay we're talking about this I have now. thoughts exactly like that all the yes. time yes. <laughs> like when we get together for a book club retreat I'm just like well I just kind of want everyone to maybe share a goal or something that they're working on right now please pass the outline <laughs> yeah it is but it's helpful to have somebody kind of spearhead that yeah I think and, kind of get it going and then yeah. you end up having very organic conversation yes. but kind of just asking a bit more in-depth thoughtful serious mm-hmm. question yeah and just diving in mm-hmm. yeah all right um, how about you okay so I I, I find I do, you know, people do their thinking in the shower. I yeah. think I do a lot of deep thinking when I'm folding laundry. Oh, you are. Yeah. Your laundry I am, I get is very lot, meditative. My laundry is very meditative. It's like the one chore mm-hmm. that I don't mind doing. Mm-hmm. I don't. And I, I almost kind of like it when mm-hmm. there's like two or three loads piled up for mm-hmm. me to fold. Like, uh, and it's not a dirty chore. So right. I'm not getting it's sweaty. Very, I'm not getting dirty. Yes. I'm just folding clean, fresh smelling clothes. Nice. And yeah, I do a lot of thinking. I do a lot of listening to books, mm. podcasts. I like that. So I feel like that happens a lot. Um, 
I'm starting to really get back into, especially with my business now, like mm-hmm. getting back into kind of end of the month goals. Cause I'm oh, thinking cool. of all of that through the lens of, right. you know, selling Cenogens and like what my goals are and how mm-hmm. I did for the month mm-hmm. and having like a sales type job like right. that really, you know, focuses you that way but Mm -hmm. being my own thing like it's very also personal and so I can think about like okay what did I do what am I proud of this month where can I manage my time better blah blah Mm -hmm. blah um as far as with Jeremiah definitely date nights regularly Mm -hmm. like if we're not doing that and getting out at least like two times a month Mm -hmm. I feel like things are just not yeah we're not making the time that we need yeah um and then yeah we really want to get we just talked about tonight really implementing like a monthly budget slash goals, mm-hmm. you know, kind of mm-hmm. household management gotcha. meeting, Check you in. know, calendar, all of nice. those kind of things that go together. So yeah, I like that. Um, I thought of two things yeah. while you were talking. Um, I think other ways that I kind of reflect, I think my commute time yeah, is one that of those. Is your, like, mm-hmm. I really don't mind my commute that Mm -hmm. much I think because either I'm carpooling with Chris yeah and then we kind of get that connection time Mm -hmm. and that actually is a time where it's like okay we can have a solid conversation we have to be in the car right Right. now we can kind of talk about either administrative stuff or just you know whatever right um and then if Chris is not in the car with me I'm listening to podcasts and just kind of getting to you know be there with Mm -hmm. my thoughts and Mm -hmm. I find I just find that very enjoyable um, and then in the planner that I use, the get to workbook, there is an end of the month reflection. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I, for the past couple months since the new year, I think just with everything going on yeah. this year with You're the like, sickness, wait, what? It's and, February. yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, that I haven't done it, but I need to get back to it because it's really just a page and you just say this month's wins things you're still working on and kind of looking forward to the next month. Like what am I want to complete what's in progress? And it just, I'll, I'll start to do it. And I just end up naming so many wins for the yeah. month that I wouldn't, and it can be little things, you know, um, like that. but it just ends up kind of being like, Oh yeah, I did get all this stuff done this mm-hmm. month because maybe I didn't get the stuff done that I said I wanted to, right. but look at all this other stuff that right. I did do, or even like, you know, hosting my parents right. or out of town guests or got together with friends. You right. kind of see how I you like spent that. your time. So I like, yeah, that. for me also, my last one is like time alone and mm. just being super intentional about it. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I need maybe one weeknight where Jeremiah gets home and I literally take mm. team out. Like, mm-hmm. even if it's, I just go up to my bedroom, yeah. but I say, Hey, I'm out till bedtime. I'm saying goodnight to the girls now. Mm-hmm. Like I have found if I can do that once a week, if mm-hmm. I can take a few hours on a Saturday, mm-hmm. um, usually Jeremiah will go take them and like get my car washed mm-hmm. and run an errand for yeah. me even. So it's like double duty. So nice. Right. Like I get some time alone and he gets a couple of things right. done for us. And, um, that I find when I don't have those couple things, mm-hmm. like on a regular basis, I start to feel like right. a little stabby. Right. And then, yeah, I, I really enjoyed having like a mom retreat, like my mm-hmm. own yeah. retreat for I know, myself. I love that. And this year I didn't get to go cause I was going to piggyback it on a Senegens conference and I was Stupid super sick. Sick. And I really feel a difference. Like mm-hmm. I, and I feel like January, February is that time of year where you need a reset, mm-hmm. like after the holidays, thinking about goals. Yeah. And I just, I feel it. Shoot. I feel it this year. So yeah. I have to find a way to kind of yeah. work in a little. Yeah. This, this reunion with friends was helpful for yeah. that too. Because That's good. 
lot of just like reflect. Those are the kind of the grounding people, yes. you know, in my life too. Yeah. So it was good, but hmm. okay. <clears throat> so what are some of kind of your quick fixes to help you feel back at equilibrium mm. when you're feeling overwhelmed? So when you do that quick check in with yourself and you're like, yeah, I need to fix some things. Is there anything that just you can quickly implement that helps center you? I have a lot of bullet points. (laughs) I have quite a few for this one too. (laughs) So (laughs) we have some ideas. All right. Um, Okay. I have, I have two categories here. I have, (laughs) (laughs) yes, I have actions to take. Do you have a Google doc, a separate Google doc link? I should. We should. (laughs) I have actions to take. And then I have what I'm calling getting perspective. It's kind of more mental stuff. Like theoretical. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of in your head. So Uh I'm going to start with actions to take. So I think the first, what the very first one to me is just recognizing and admitting that I feel stressed and overwhelmed. Kind of like you said before, um, it, it kind of feels like one of the, like frog and hot water. Mm-hmm. You're just getting used to it, getting used to it. And you kind of have to step back for a second and say, oh yeah, this isn't normal life. This is really stressful or we've been crazy busy. And like stopping to be like, wait, it also doesn't have to be like exactly. This. Like I can do some things about exactly. This. Yeah. this does not have to be like mm-hmm. normal every day. So sometimes just recognizing that, saying it out loud, that can just help so much. Totally. Because <laughs> then I think, okay, I've identified the problem, or I've identified that there is a problem. Now I can. What's the root mm-hmm. of it? How do we address it? So that just always helps me. I have can start my plan of action. Um, This is very basic, but just intentionally pausing and taking deep breaths. And you hear that again and again. It just, it really does. Even if it's a situation that you just have to get through, there's nothing else that can be done. Like Mm -hmm. it's not going to solve it, but it just slows your heart rate down just a little bit, um, takes that edge off just in those situations where Like I said, I feel a tightness in my chest or I just feel that stress in my stomach. Mm -hmm. If I can just do a little mini, close my eyes, breathe in, breathe out. It just gives me that little bit to get. amazing what oxygen can do, right? (laughs) Yes, it really is to get through that next bit. Um, Taking a hot bath and reading for Mm -hmm. me is just, oh, so good. Even a shower, there's something just getting in some water. Yes. Going for a swim in the summertime, taking a shower. It is, it's very, it's cleansing mentally too. It really, (laughs) really is. So I've been really enjoying a routine of Mm -hmm. hot bubble baths and reading this winter. I'm going to see, I've been enjoying it so much. I just don't know if I can do it in the summertime. What if you take a cool bath or a lukewarm bath? I don't know. Would that be equivalent to like a a midnight dip? Maybe. Maybe (laughs) I could try that. It's like something we... Yeah. Only in Arizona could you probably do that. Right. Maybe so. I'll have to let you know. I just... I love water Mm -hmm. so much. It's so comforting. And um, yeah, for me, I just... uh, And you know, I have a heater in my bathroom that Mm -hmm. I plug in. Mm -hmm. So I just like get it so warm and... uh, Because I just do not like being cold. You're back in the (laughs) womb. in the womb. (laughs) And... I have my book and I just read. I get my bath hot enough that I can just stay in there. Like Mm -hmm. it's not getting too cold. And then 
I just have like my skincare routine afterwards. I put on lotion. Mm -hmm. It's just, it is so nice. Like I just feel when I'm like, Ooh, tonight I don't have anything. I just feel giddy when I like remember that I get to take a bath. So Mm -hmm. that really helps. Or if I could just plan that, um, journaling, like I mentioned, um, talking to Chris or my mom or my friends, just getting that perspective. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes you just are carrying it and you do just need, okay, I I don't just want to talk to you, like to Chris about this in passing. I need to talk with you after bedtime and just kind of unload some, like I am feeling really stressed and like then getting some brainstorms of Mm -hmm. how can we address this or something like that. Um, trying to free up space on the calendar, like yes. move something or say no to something. I have that cancel something. Yeah. You may need to look and be like, okay, this right. can be moved. I don't have to yeah. do it this day. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I've been trying to be better about that. I used to just feel such commitment when I said I was going to do anything mm-hmm. and feeling so nervous to go back on something. Mm-hmm. Um, but Again and again, you know, people are so understanding and often there's another way or another time. Mm -hmm. Just if you're really feeling overloaded and stressed, it is worth asking. Right. Because sometimes too, I mean, I can't even think of how many times we've done this Mm -hmm. where one of us is like, I feel so bad, but I, can we please move this till next week? Like, I just can't this week. And we're like, oh, thank God. I could not tonight either. Like, I just, you know, sometimes you're letting somebody else off the hook Mm -hmm. too. Yeah, exactly. Um, going to bed early. Yeah. I mean, sleep is everything. Mm -hmm. Take a nap. Everything. Get some extra sleep somehow. Uh, So it, you know, if I can doing that and exercising Mm -hmm. because, oh my gosh, even if I do not want to going in, I never feel worse. No. And it's just, it is so mentally cleansing and I just definitely, those endorphins, I just feel so much better Mm -hmm. kind of about everything, life. Um, Okay. Those are my specific actions to take. Um, I have a couple to share on my getting perspective. Okay. So I first have a kind of a mental exercise that was shared on the blog Cup of Joe several years ago now, and I have just continued to think of it Mm -hmm. and it really helps me. And so that is imagining a difficult thing, like the difficult thing that you're going through or the stressful thing and throwing it into the Grand Canyon Uh for this 10,000 foot view. But so I'm going to read how she described it. So it'll kind of make more sense. So picture that the Grand Canyon is your life, your past, present, and future. Start envisioning the various parts of your life within the canyon. Over there is the day you were born, your third grade choir performance, your job as a babysitter. Picture your present. There's your apartment, your friends, your mom, the book you're reading right now. Picture your future. There's your next vacation, the love of your life, the future children, the Top Chef finale, she says. (laughs) (laughs) Now, my therapist told me, picture the enormous Grand Canyon and drop your worry into it. Whatever you're worrying about, your cranky boss, your dating life, a salty comment from a friend will be barely visible. See how tiny it looks, she says? Suddenly your problem will seem much, much smaller in comparison to the grand course of your huge, rich, long life. I love that. And that has just helped me at times. You know, you need to just really visualize it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah. So anyway, that is just kind of a one little mental thing that sometimes can help. Mm -hmm. Um, Another one is consulting Kelsey 
30 years from now. Future Kelsey. Future Kelsey. She rescue. plays a big role in my life. <laughs> she does. <laughs> and I think that, I don't know if I kind of had this concept prior to that, but where like this really in concrete form came from was this book called Playing Big that our friend Sarah Bagley recommended to me, mm-hmm. I believe, um, called Playing Big by Tara Moore. She has you go through this mental exercise and envision your your future self in such detail that your future self can become kind of your mentor. That's awesome. And I just, it was so different and so interesting. Yeah. And she just really says, you know, that who ultimately knows you better than you mm-hmm. and kind of, and I just love it where it's, you have the answers, mm-hmm. you have the knowledge. And I think, you know, having confidence in that. And I just mm-hmm. really, really love that. And so yeah, just thinking of myself in the future, thinking about, you know, would I regret not doing this? Would I re- right. regret doing this? Right. How big of a deal is this really? Mm-hmm. Is this really going to matter? You know, when I look back at this time, what will I be so glad that I was doing, mm-hmm. you know, parenting wise. Right. Will I really have felt like it was important to go to all those birthday parties right. or will I be glad we had those Saturdays just at home as a family? I love and that. Yeah. It, it can be really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last one that is just really quick is just like listing gratitudes mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. focusing on all the good parts. Yes. Cause there are a lot of, a lot of really good parts in my life even when some things are not going great. And so it is easy to come up with those and just, I just find my breathing kind of slowing down and just, just kind of that perspective. Mm-hmm. Yes. A perspective shifter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. That's my long bullet no, list. I, I love it. I have a few too. Okay. Um, okay. So first of all, I like to make a list, mm-hmm. a physical list Ugh. with a pen and paper of everything that's overwhelming me or that I yes. feel behind on in life, big yes. or small. Oh, that's Laundry can one. go on there. Yeah. Those dishes in the sink right now. Right. Or like, you know, registering for kindergarten. Right. Whatever. The big things, mm-hmm. the small things, all in one place. Oh. And then look at it real quick and be like, well, I could check this, this, and this off right now and mm-hmm. do it. So nice. you feel, it starts to give you momentum. It yes. starts to give you agency back yeah. and feel like, okay, this is not all out of my control. Right. I can take care of this right now. It also, um, I think sometimes while it's all jumbled up in your head, yes. feels like more Just than it swirling. actually is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you look, you're like, oh. That's like seven things, right? Three of which I just took care of right, right. now. Settle down, right? <laughs> Number one, yeah, <laughs> and just like get organized, make a plan. You know what uh, is something that Chris will remind me <clears throat> of, and I should have put it on here, but he introduced me kind of to this concept. He'll say, "Kelsey, you're globalizing. Yeah, you're taking yeah. this thing that is stressful, but you're painting it across everything. That's kind of when." had a stressful day at work or something and suddenly then oh well everything this, this about our house yes. and it's like whoa 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 like yeah. you know that's not really what we're talking about and right. so but yeah like you said getting it all down on paper this is what's bothering me the yeah. things that aren't on here are not bothering yeah me, you, you can know? see like this is actually a problem and mm-hmm. it's what's taking up my energy right now and yeah that mm-hmm. same thing like I'm not actually frustrated by my marriage or my kids right, or whatever. I'm right. frustrated that, you know, I, I didn't have do this thing. Yeah. Um, for me, setting a timer and oh. tackling some very tangible, mm. maybe even menial things, but yeah. starting there. So like 
I feel like my house is crazy and we're not organized. And mm-hmm. instead of being like, well, I need to organize this closet and that, right. and I need a system for all these school right. papers, just right. saying like, okay, but set a timer for 10 minutes and do the dishes. Mm-hmm. And there's something about like something that you can physically take care of, especially mm-hmm. when you're in your head about everything mm-hmm. and feeling overwhelmed mm-hmm. that just starts to yeah, like set that cre- things off. creating yeah. even a little bit of physical order. Yeah. And it's like, a, I think it's a really important part of self-care. Like you can think about all these long-term goals and they can become overwhelming and really we should save more for retirement and <laughs> are my taxes ready? But it's like, I can yeah. do something right now to like take care of myself and my space mm-hmm. and my family. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to do that first. Right. And then, right. you know, because I think those things also go by the wayside. And once you get a few of those in order, you're like, okay, mm-hmm. I can breathe and I can right. tackle the taxes. Right. And I can put you know. on your oxygen mask yes. and then you can do the taxes. Yes. Um, Doing something for someone else. Oh, that's a great one. Just stopping oh, immediately. I'm so and glad that you mentioned that. Ordering flowers for your grandma yes. or texting somebody and be like, hey, can I bring dinner by this week? Or I don't I don't even know what, but finding something to do for someone else. I love that so much. And I'm so glad you reminded me of that. That is something that I definitely believe to. Mm-hmm. And I read that somewhere in like an online class or something that I did. And that just, yeah, stuck with me. It's so beautiful. And really it can, it can just change your whole day, your whole outlook. Yeah. And you just, yeah, you get outside of anything that gets you outside of your own head Mm -hmm. when your head is becoming a yucky place to Mm be. Yeah, (laughs) it's super important. Exactly. And either, whether it's just doing something nice or doing something for someone that really needs it just gives you kind of that perspective. Yeah. Like I don't have it so bad here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't have newborn twins. Right. (laughs) Or whatever it might be. I Um, love that. Cancel something or schedule something. Oh, I like the schedule. Schedule a massage. It is okay to say cancel or reschedule something that is just not going to work for Mm -hmm. you and that you keep looking at on your calendar and you're like, I should not have said yes. yes. I didn't know I had this on the same day. Right. And just being honest, not making up some crazy excuse, but right. being like, hey, I overbooked myself yeah. and I am mm-hmm. really struggling at the end of the week here. Can, mm-hmm. Would it be possible to do this next Friday? Yeah. Chances are it is. Yeah. And you know, you're fine. Um, and conversely, scheduling something like mm-hmm. a date night, mm-hmm. like time alone, like, hey, I'm losing my mind with mm-hmm. these children this week. Can I count on nine to 12 Saturday a.m.? Right. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but can I Does just... Does not matter. Just communicating it and scheduling it or mm-hmm. scheduling that phone date with a friend mm-hmm. that really helps you feel grounded, whatever mm-hmm. that might be. Um, getting outside. Yeah, that's a great for one. For even a few minutes. Yes. Getting some sunshine, getting some wind, mm-hmm. whatever. Taking a nap. Mm. Just, I'm a big proponent of like, if you are just losing it, just mm-hmm. stop. Mm-hmm. Like, just drop everything. I, f- I feel like sometimes I nap on my busiest days mm. where I'm like, you know what is going to be the most valuable for me right now mm-hmm. is to lay down for 20 Sleep. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then all of that will seem less overwhelming mm-hmm. when I get up, you mm-hmm. know? Oh, it's um, so good. Sleep is just the balm. It really is. It's just good for really everything, is. whatever ails you. And I feel like even if you can't sleep, something that just I feel rest. like is really... Um, grounding for lack of a better term but laying on the floor Mm, for me oh really even if it's for five minutes loves to lay on the floor i'm not a big fan like i don't do it for if i actually want to be comfortable Mm -hmm. i find myself doing it when i'm just like spent like wow interesting i need to just be in contact with the earth (laughs) yeah and there's i think i need to literally be grounded right now 
And it kind of brings you back. You know, you spend a lot of time on the floor when you're a kid. Yeah. It kind of just like hmm. that perspective. brings you back down. <laughs> I spent like 20 minutes laying on my closet fo- floor the other night and it uh-huh. was lovely. Okay. Like I went in there to do something and I'm just like, I just want to lay down. <laughs> I just laid on the floor. That is so interesting. That thought. would definitely never occur to yeah. me, but maybe I'll try it. It's just very, I don't know. It's grounding. Hmm. Um, eating something. Oh, yeah. Like sometimes you're just hungry uh-huh. or thirsty. That's a great one. And water. find something healthy. Just drinking yeah, a big glass chug of water. Some water. There are times where I'm like, God, no wonder I'm so cranky. Like I'm dying of thirst right now for no good reason. That can happen here so easily. I mean, oh my gosh. And I, especially I will find, I think we've talked about this before, like the after school time when Mm -hmm. I'm, I've eaten lunch, but now it's like three 30 really by the time I've picked up my last child. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, why is everything that you are doing pissing me off right right now? Like I need a snack as bad as you do actually. Um, and then, yeah, some of those perspective things, too, I think about all the time, like, this is really morbid, but will this matter when I'm dying? Mm-hmm. Like, if I had all my mental faculties right. and was laying in my deathbed, right. will it matter? Mm-hmm. Will this be a regret of mine? Will this be something I'm proud of? Mm-hmm. Whatever. And then also, I will stop and think sometimes in the moment when I'm, like, let's say we have a fun family thing planned and the logistics of it are making mm-hmm. it very unfun, and I'm just... Right. like a trip or whatever. And I'm just like, okay, how I stop, try to stop and ask myself, how do you want to remember this? Mm. And on the other side of that, how do you want others to remember this? Mm-hmm. And how do they, how do you want them to remember you mm-hmm. in this moment? Right. Like, yeah. do you want to always be the stressed out frazzled mm-hmm. mom? Or, mm-hmm. you know, do you want to be the fun wife or what, right. you know, how, how do you want people to remember mm-hmm. you? So mm-hmm. I like that. that's it. I like it. That's it for me. Oh, can I ask you a follow-up question? I love your (laughs) follow-up questions. Do it. Okay. I'm not sure what the scale would be in this question, but what do you think the temperature of your life is right now? And what is the scale? I mean, is it like 98.6 degrees, like fever scale? Or should we just do like a one to 10? (laughs) Yeah. Like how, how do you? Are you running a fever Um, or feeling healthy? Whatever, yeah. whatever feels right to you, I feel Erica. like perhaps a little bit of a low-grade fever. Okay. And I run a fever pretty easily. That's true. Like a toddler. That's true. So I feel like there's just a little bit of, there's areas where I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. if I take the temperature of my life right now, mm-hmm. I'm off just enough yeah. that I, it needs some correction. Right. It needs perhaps a baby okay. aspirin. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. In, a, in, in kind of a lot of those areas, like yeah. wanting to be more on the same page with Jeremiah, mm-hmm. wanting to be more organized and feel like I'm using my time better mm-hmm. um, health wise. Yeah. So I just feel like, mm-hmm. okay, perhaps a 99.9. Okay. All right. Not enough to stay home from school. Right. <laughs> we're not going to rush you to the doctor, yeah. but we're going to keep an yeah. eye on that. Not in crisis mode by any means. <laughs> yes. Okay. How about um, you? Let's see. R- relatively this week I'm having we're having just a much slower week so like nice I would say that. like last week in the previous few I probably would say like maybe a hundred 101 you might have needed a strep test yeah maybe so just <laughs> a little a little bit too much yeah so I would say this week but I still would say that maybe it is down to like that 99 yeah. nine like mm-hmm. it's definitely down feels better but still you know, there's a, there's a lot going on. Yeah. There's some, some areas that I would like to address. Yeah. Like where you just feel like I, I know I could be doing more proactively Mm -hmm. to make this better for myself. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I'm at too. Yeah. 
all right we which probably everybody kind of always probably is. so <laughs> but probably so but that's good i guess if you're noticing those areas yes yeah. all right we took the temperature up okay life. all right friends how about obsessions okay i have some obsessions all that right. i need to talk about it's pretty nerdy <laughs> but i'm pretty excited <laughs> Okay, and once again, because last time or a few times ago, I sort of shared about our bag situation was really working for me. I have another situational overarching family situation. It's not a family. Okay. This is just me. It is my, some aspects of my online organization. Oh, damn it, Kelsey. (laughs) Not because it's not something to aspire to, but because you're going to. Not happy for you. You're about to make me feel like. Like that is something raising the temperature of my life right now is the lack of unorganized. (laughs) You stop listening. Let me just tell our listeners Listeners, about it. Listen to Kelsey. Pay no attention. Okay. Here it is. It's, uh, there are three components to this. Okay. The first one is my Gmail organization. This is changing my life. (laughs) (laughs) We might get an explicit. Okay. And I don't know why, how I got into this. I guess I just... You know, just one day had a passing thought oh. like, oh, I wonder how to optimize my Gmail. Do you know how this... This is- I don't know how those thoughts go, clearly. <laughs> These are just the thoughts I have. I wish I had those thoughts. I was I, showing you were you dabbling this. in this last time yes. you showed okay. me. Yeah. So um, I will link to this in the show notes because okay. I can explain it. it. It's not as... You need to read this tutorial okay. to get it set up. I it need sounds to read it. a little confusing at first, but I promise it's just a couple of settings and then you'll be there. But okay, so in Gmail, um, usually it's, you know, you have your little inbox folders on the left and then you just have your big inbox and you have your mail just mm-hmm. kind of listed. Just pouring right in just if it's my inbox. In. <laughs> um, and so this is a setting that you can turn on. I think it's actually one of these labs, like things that you can turn on in Gmail. It's kind of, it's almost like a plugin or something, but it's right in Gmail. So anyway, you turn that on and it divides your inbox window into two columns. Okay. I did like, I remember liking this. Yeah. So it divides it into two columns. Now your one in the middle is going to, is your inbox. And that's where you'll see like all your new mail that comes in. Then on the right hand column, you have kind of different categories stacked on top of each other and you get to assign those categories. Okay. So the ones that they recommend that I'm kind of trying right now that's working pretty well um, are needs action, waiting for a response, scheduled, and delegated. I do love this because this is yeah. how my brain works with mm-hmm. email and it's all just in there and exactly. I have to scroll for it. Exactly. Okay. And and then you have total control over, I think, how many of those there are and okay. what you call them. So whatever works for your brain or your business right. or your life, you can create those. Like for example, I have found that I have not used it, used the delegated one. So I'll probably okay, delete that. Cause you're not delegating right. a lot of things. So the way that you end up getting them into those categories is, you know, there's the star in Gmail, yes. you can star things. And yes. then sometimes I would like star things, but I had no system for yeah, it. Like, so what I was like, do I do that what does that mean? Exactly. <laughs> um, so there are actually, and maybe it's when you turn this on, there are more icons. So now I can 
if a new piece of mail comes in, if I click that star, but I keep clicking it, then I can go to a purple star, a purple question mark, a red exclamation point. Whatever, kind of, like coordinating to Exactly. Those. And that, so then oh. I give it the right icon and then I check it, I check mark it and I say archive and then it goes out of my inbox. I'm but so it, scared of the word archive. I don't know where things go in the archive. It just goes deep into Google's belly, but it's still there for but you. But you can pull it up in your so, like needs action. Right. But so if you've assigned it one of those little icons, mm-hmm. you say archive, but then it shows up in those categories over there. Okay. If you clicked archive, but you didn't have a right. gold star or anything, right. it would just go, it's in your email and you'd, you'd have to find it by searching for right. it or if it had a tag associated with it. So what I like about this, mm-hmm. in case you wanted my opinion already. I sure do. I like that it it solves the problem of the inbox. Like right. you kind of need to keep some things in your inbox right. if you're using it like as your working desktop, exactly. right? Like I'm working on these things. Mm-hmm. But if you try to use folders for that same mm-hmm. thing, can't you have to, you can't see them and you kind of have to remember exactly. to check the folders all the time. Exactly. Where that keeps it on your virtual desk. Exactly. As it but were. it's like, it's been addressed yes. because the beautiful thing, the middle column, I have inbox zero. Oh I can gosh. get down to, to no thing. new mail, but I still have on the side, I have like right. four emails that I need to respond to, you know, this right. week. I have a few, I love this, that I'm waiting for a response on. That is so essential because you don't want to put them anywhere too far away. Exactly. I want them there so I can follow up with someone or so it's like, oh yeah, that's kind of a task that's Mm -hmm. happening, but I've done my part. It's in their court now. And then the other one I'm loving is the scheduled. Like I have my flights that I have coming up in a few months. I I would normally have a travel folder, but then it's right there. If someone Mm -hmm. says, oh, what time are you arriving? Driving again mm-hmm. or kind of something with the with the boys coming up oh their valentine's party i've got right. that waiting in there that's so, like a it's like makes it more like a virtual bulletin board yes like this is mm-hmm. this is what i have in the works yes it is okay. so i've been on it now for a few weeks and i am really really loving it kelsey do you want to know what my personal email inbox count is at the moment you're gonna die you're gonna die you're gonna need another cookie okay I feel like I have a heart attack. You really, on. I, I almost, I'm feeling for club just looking at this number because I don't even look at it because I'm scared. And I think I need to see it too. Like I need to see. You need to actually see this number. Oh God. That's out of control. 24,000. That's out of control. Erica. I don't even know what's happening. This is a cess, this is a cesspool. It, it that is. is what it is. It is. There is Bath and Body Works. There is Target. I there mean, is do you Audible. you know what I would love? And Jeremiah, I a budget that, meeting. I saw that Jeremiah had just Sorry, sent you a budget you may get lost request. among the Stitch <laughs> Fix emails. And the, yeah. Do you know that I would honestly so enjoy, like, could we have a date? <laughs> you like, I, am I don't know if you, you would. I think you would look at me differently. No, I am asking you. I would <laughs> love this so much. Could we have a date? Let me be your email doula. And <laughs> I mean, I need, it is to that point. I need it in my life. Let's go sit at the bar, drink a beer. I, this is, I might take you up on this. address your email. I would love it. Can we also address my photo organization yes. once and for all? Yeah. I need, you're like, I've, I've have, addressed that, Erica. You're no, choosing not to follow I'm, my I'm with you all the way. We might need Jeremiah close because we'll run into holding. technical yes. defi- difficulties. Well, especially probably with the amount. Right. 
Right. This amount. is what happens is I get started. I know. You and the amount intentions. is overwhelming and exactly. I stop. And then I just go, well, right. I'll scroll if it's something. Right. They'll email me again if I didn't right. see it. Yes. No, we need to. I mean, oh, we need 24,000. We need some dates. I would love to help you. I really Okay, we're would. doing that. We're going to keep you posted, listeners, okay. because I think it needs to happen. Yeah. I didn't even think that number was that bad. That was like stepping on the scale right there. <laughs> Because I've paid no attention to the actual number. Right, I just right. know it's out of control. Right, right. And to show you that was like like getting on the scale at the doctor's office. I like, who boy. No, it's all out in the open. Yeah. All okay, right. friends. I'm a sicko. I'm yeah. an inbox <laughs> sicko. <laughs> it is a situation. This There is worse. I think there are a lot of people actually with and this the situation. the six figures? Yes. Really? We were actually chatting amongst my family um, recently. Chris... Chris, his sister, my brother-in-law, just Good. out of, like, in 34,000, like, out of control. Okay. So, you're not alone. See, it's because we're we're not moderators. We can do nothing in moderation, <laughs> including our email. It's all or nothing. Because that's what I do then. I do a clean sweep eventually. Oh, yeah. You just declare I can't bankruptcy. It. Yep. I say, don't screw it. Doesn't They'll matter. E- it's not my birth certificate. Right. Or, you know, right. I'm... It's, it's going to be okay. I think I might need to still do that we and might. then start dealing with it. We might and get a system bit in by place. bit in terms of advertisements and all that kind of yep. stuff. Yeah. Okay. It's, okay. Now that's Sorry, only listeners, that was the a long first of that. my three prongs. Oh my gosh. <laughs> See, we need a full retreat. We really we need a do. Digital organization. I want to go on that retreat with you, Erica. <laughs> <laughs> only you would. You're that kind of perfect friend. I will show you up. Just makes so me a better person in so many ways, Kelsey. <laughs> okay. So the second thing that I'm really loving is Google Keep. Have you heard of this? No. Okay. It is essentially very similar to the Notes app on Ooh. your Apple phone. So it's just but better because I feel taking. like the Notes could be better. Yeah, it is better. So <laughs> it let is me tell better, you, Erica. Why. Okay, so you can have it on your phone, which I do. You can also easily access it on your desktop, mm. which is just really nice. I. I know that the notes you're supposed to be able to do that. I feel like it doesn't really, though. It doesn't really work. It doesn't sync between Mm -hmm. computers as well. So I do find that that's really helpful. Um, I like that there's just different ways to organize the notes. You Mm -hmm. can tag them. So I have, I can't even remember, some tagged like home stuff. That Mm -hmm. would be, you know, grocery lists or projects I want to do around the house. I have just other stuff that's creative. So I like mm-hmm. being able to kind of categorize them in that way. That is very satisfying to mm-hmm. me. Um, you can, you know, the way in notes, whatever note you were just doing last is at the top. Well, in Google Keep, you can pin some to the top. I like that. So, you know, I have like three or four. Like that I I'm, use this a lot. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't want them if I do some random one, I don't want it to, you know, yes. suddenly be on top of these. So anyway, I am just really liking it. At first, someone was telling me about it and I was like, eh, it seems just like the notes. I don't yeah. really get the difference. But now that I've been using it more, you see, I just, you see the benefits. Yeah, I am just really liking okay. it. Okay. Okay. And the last one is called Instapaper. And it is for saving articles and websites. Oh. And there, I think there are a lot of different uh, websites or like things yeah. that, that will do this, you can download it and get the little 
pin little icon mm-hmm. at the top of your browser. Mm-hmm. And then if I'm reading a blog post, a recipe, an article that I want to read for later, I just click the little I and it is just saved to Instapaper. Okay. And then when I want to go read it later, like for example, I have this blog post about the new Gmail organization saved there because I've been recommending it. You are using it. two in one. <laughs> exactly. I've been I recommending it. it to so many people. That way I don't have to go Google and look okay. for it. I don't have to email it to myself and Now is it, it phone friendly too then? Yes, it is. Because I feel like I'm reading, I'll be scrolling and find something oh, and I like oh, don't have a great way of saving it. Um, it must be. I think I've only used it saving stuff from my desktop, but it must be. How would that work? I maybe would have to, I don't know if you'd have to copy that address and then go to the Insta paper app. Mm, there must be an easy way to I do it. I wonder if there's even, because if you click on, like if I click on an article on Facebook or something mm-hmm. and it takes me there, it's taking me to Safari right. on right. my phone. Right, right. So there must be like a mobile plugin. Yes. Okay. There probably, I, okay. I bet there is something like that. But anyway, yeah, I'm really liking that. And so I just, that's just kind of keeping that digital clutter mm-hmm. down. Cause it's like, well, it's saved there. I don't have to email it, text yes. it, whatever to myself. Yes. That just kind of feels nice. I like it. So Elsie, you are my, you are my guru. <laughs> Those are the things that are working for oh, me. This is very aspirational. <laughs> okay. I, but I want to so bad. I have all confidence, I want Erica. To. I, I need I to just do it. I have all confidence. It is, honestly. It is the setting aside the time. It is a date. Is it, it is an email date away. Okay. We can do it. I'm going to, we're going to get that on the calendar. Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> okay. So my obsession, I started off with one or two items from this meal mm. that I just made today. Okay. And then I decided that the whole meal and experience was an obsession. Oh, okay. So this Tell is kind more. of like your big situation exactly. is, or exactly. email organization. Okay. okay. So I was feeling very much like I had not seen like my close group of friends of girls that mm-hmm. like were here in the city. Cause I just feel like we're like, yeah. we'll see each other real quick or we just are texting back and forth, right. but we don't like sit down and get right. together, especially like all five of us at mm-hmm. once that are kind of in this group. Yeah. So I'd had to cancel a gathering that I couldn't go to. And I was just feeling like, Oh, so crappy. And mm-hmm. like, let's get something else on the calendar mm-hmm. right away. So I said, why don't you just come over and we'll have lunch. Two of them had not even seen the new house yet. Like mm-hmm. it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to make lunch mm-hmm. and I'm like, Nope, nobody bring anything. I just want to make yeah. lunch. So I, this was all from Trader Joe's. Uh-huh. Love it. Um, so my sister-in-law, Emily, who is vegetarian uh-huh. and also gluten-free mm-hmm. because I have a vegetarian in the group and a gluten-free. Gotcha. And I don't want to make like... A couple of things or well, things yeah, that one of them can't yeah, have. Yeah, I feel like it's leaving somebody out. I'd rather find something that kind of everybody can... Right for the most part, have or modify. Right. So I had put it out there, like, what can I make? Mm -hmm. And she sent me this recipe, which I will link to for these lentil wraps. I feel like it's a mix between a taco and a like Mediterranean Mm. gyro situation. Mm -hmm. So it's lentils. And I used the recipe calls for like cooking lentils from, Mm -hmm. you know, scratch. But I just used the already prepared ones from Trader Joe's, which you introduced me to. And then you just... um, Add those in a pan with like warm them up in a pan with some olive oil, mm-hmm. gun, onion. <laughs> What's that? Mm-hmm. Garlic, onion, um, paprika, mm-hmm. a little bit of cayenne, mm-hmm. basil. Mm-hmm. So it just gives it a little yeah, seasoned flavor. flavor. Um, and so that's kind of your base. Mm-hmm. And then Trader Joe's handmade tortillas. Oh, those are so good. They're really more like a gordita almost, like a little They're bit thicker thick. consistency and yeah. just 
so good. So, so this good. is the first time I tried that because they have a lot of different kinds of tortillas. They really do. It's overwhelming. So I did that. I warmed those up on the griddle. Mm. And then I made like the, the lettuce that goes with it, like mm-hmm. the salad component that mm-hmm. goes in the wrap is um, lettuce, tomato, cucumber. You could do some feta. That would be I good in there. I was going to say some feta would be good. I did good. not have any, but you could do that. And then like dill, parsley, cilantro. Mm-hmm. So just Ooh. really fresh, bright herbs. Yeah. And then um, I did like the Trader Joe's tzatziki sauce Ooh, or yum. dip that like comes mm. in. The, it's already all set. Right. Um, and then, so yeah, that was the wrap. So then my gluten-free friend just had it without the wrap as uh-huh. a salad. Uh-huh. Some friends didn't like that. They're not like into like white sauces, okay. like ranch type sauces. Okay. Yeah. So I had some balsamic vinaigrette uh-huh. for them. They uh-huh. just did it that way. Yeah. Equally delicious right. both ways. Then I served a mixture mm-hmm. of either the strawberry rhubarb soda mm. or the lemon elderflower oh, soda. Oh, yeah. So delicious. Yeah. Little fancy sodas. Just oh. put little glasses with ice mm-hmm. and they could choose that because they're mm-hmm. kind of girly and cute. Yeah. And then for dessert, I made the gluten-free brownie mix. Oh. It was incredible. Really? The whole pan of brownies is gone. Like it was not just for the gluten-free friend. I mean, Trader Joe's, their just oh. boxed brownie mix is the best. So good. So I'm so glad to hear that the gluten-free so one. So good. Because I make a from scratch brownie. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really picky about the brownie because yeah. I'm like, well, it's not that much harder. So I'll just right. make a right. good one. But this was really good. I will say the secret when, when brownie mixes call for oil, try mm-hmm. just melted butter. That is what the Trader Joe's box mix calls for. Oh. And so I think that is what makes it. This just one called for, oh, but I just, I so substituted good. the melted butter yeah. and it was incredible. So yeah. highly recommend that mm-hmm. for you gluten-free friends. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a brownie is something that takes really well to gluten-free because it's mm. okay if it's like. Very little flour. Yeah. And they stuff. don't need much anyways. Yeah. And so, and then I also had for dessert, their frozen fruit tart. Which is so that. fancy. It's like got all these different berries and currants <gasps> on top, which oh that's gosh, fancy. That's super fancy. And it's just frozen. Mm-hmm. You just like Thought let it, it defrost overnight, put it on a fancy plate. That's easy. There you have it. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like the whole meal oh, was that, lovely and everybody thought it was fancy so and felt like, and I'm right. like, it wasn't really that right. fancy. And I, like, you I owe it all to out. Joe. You weren't yeah. stressed out putting it together. Yeah. It oh, was really cute. Joe. So I, I will link it. to all those things. But And I love that you had all your girlfriends over. Yeah, it was really, really so nice. Like just to, I don't know, there's just something about making a meal for people. Like a sit down. We're all so busy. We have a hard time Mm -hmm. like connecting schedules to be like Mm -hmm. 1130 on a Thursday. Right. Sit around my dining room table. So it was really nice. That's so nice. Okay. How about some neighborhood news? Okay. Do you have any for me? Uh, Yeah. I need to talk about a situation with you. (laughs) And that Uh is dogs oh. <laughs> my children and we've, etiquette we've talked about this okay listeners this okay. is you are, you've had quite a few of these situations i have had lately. a few of these situations so here is the deal i myself am not i, I think i've discovered i am not a super over-the-top dog person yeah. like i like your dog you yeah. any person in the universe like, and I, I like a dog fine yeah and i think they're <laughs> cute and i'm so glad that they bring you so much happiness right. and joy and i definitely feel compassion towards animals um but i've realized that i definitely don't feel the same enthusiasm <laughs> that other people seem to feel for me or my children to meet their dog. Which is so funny to me because I'm actually, I feel like I'm the opposite where I don't want my dogs bothering people. And that's always how I felt when Mm -hmm. we had a dog because he was 
you know, not super social. Like you didn't really know how he was going to act around people. And so it would always make me so nervous and kind of annoyed when children would come up and and the parents would be doing nothing like, Oh, can I touch running up on my dog? Please just don't stick your hand in your small child. Maybe teach your kid. That's not a safe thing in my big dog's face. Um, but okay. So these two things have happened in our neighborhood. Um, so, Around Christmas time, we had put up Christmas lights and we like to do this thing like after they're all up, like we all turn our backs to the house and walk down our sidewalk as a family and then like turn around and see the the house all together. Yeah. Yeah. So we were going out for this. And so just at this exact time that my (laughs) whole family, family yes, we are all coming down the sidewalk. A neighbor that I, I didn't recognize is like coming and walking, I think kind of like his very old dog like right mm-hmm. in front of our house. Like we're coming down the sidewalk. He's walking, like we're coming down our, our yard sidewalk yeah. and he's walking down like the sidewalk you're of going the street. To meet. Yeah, exactly. Like we are inevitably going to meet and, and he kind of sees us and he kind of stops and yeah. like has his dog there. And, you know, I was just kind of like, Oh, you know, hi. And he's not going anywhere. And like, here we come down the sidewalk and, you know, it was just kind of this weird thing where he wasn't even saying like, oh, how's it going? Or the lights look great. Like even chit chat. He was just kind of standing there with his dog. And then it seemed like he's kind of like, you know, like seeing the boys and like wanting to show them the dog. But my boys are kind of scared of dogs. Yeah. Or like they like to see them. They don't really want to go over and interact pet them. necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this wasn't also like, like, a Labrador where it was like the cutest thing. Right. Like they just <laughs> couldn't resist. It was just kind of like, okay, like I see that you have a dog. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's like, he was not going anywhere. And I, I honestly, I can't really remember, but it's just, it was so awkward where it felt like he was just like <laughs> really wanting the boy, like to show his dog. And yeah. it was just kind of like, you know, okay. do you think he thought maybe I'm, I'm picturing this scenario now. Do you think he thought you were like coming we were out coming like, to down, see the like dog we and saw he him felt, from the window? And yeah, we like, like he, maybe he because you met at that certain time, like he felt equally awkward so. and obligated. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. so. Maybe so, so inexplicable. Otherwise, it was it was just very bizarre because it was like we were just about to look at our house with the lights. Like what we're trying to like you're Heather, like. Move in, along. In all other circumstances, <laughs> who but me would want to be neighborly? Totally. This one time, I don't really want to talk no. to you, neighbor. No. Move Hi, along. You and your elderly dog. So keep that it, was keep kind it of that was kind of a weird thing. <laughs> so then just a couple weeks ago, had the boys at the park and we had a little friend with us too. They were all sitting on the bench and they were all eating a graham cracker. And this woman and her like teenage daughter come by. They're both have big dogs, both on leashes, two big dogs. And they're walking by and kind of, as they're walking by on the sidewalk, the bench is right there. And this one big dog, it's a German shepherd, Mm -hmm. I think sort of, you know, has enough leash lead that he kind of comes around the bench and is kind of sniffing. He's like sniffing the graham cracker thing. And, um, I just said, you know, Oh, hi. Well, she, they kind we're of, here, right? Eating graham crackers. <laughs> they stopped, and the dog continued. She she kept, you know, just letting the dog have enough leash that it could be around the bench and sniffing the graham crackers. And I was like, okay, I guess she's not seeing that it yeah. might try to eat my graham crackers. So I picked those up. Well, then it starts going closer. Cedric is sitting right there. Yeah, Cedric, three years old, is just kind of holding his graham cracker, whatever. And this, you know, big dog, yeah, very friendly, but kind yes. of sniffing towards him, and he's kind of. 
like leaning back, scrunching yeah. back. He doesn't like, want to dog. a little uncomfortable. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then plus he's not aware that his graham crackers going everywhere. And right. I can tell the dog is it's interested like, in it. I'm totally snatching that. For and me. you know, I just said, um, you know what? They're kind of a little bit nervous around yeah. dogs. She said, I know. That is the weirdest response to a parent ever. And then she does nothing. <laughs> I know, and, but I don't care. Yeah. And then um, she, you know, and so I could kind of see, it's not like right in his face, but it's close enough. It's sniffing yeah. around his legs, yeah. around the graham cracker. And you when know. then you throw food in the mix and it's like. Right. I don't know how your dog responds yeah, to and food. You just, nobody wants a dog in their face when they're eating no. food. <laughs> so then she proceeds to tell me. Um, oh yeah, I think that last year when she was a puppy, um, she chased him and like really scared him. <laughs> and I was like, uh, all the more reason if you do think that it's true. It was so weird, Erica. That is the weirdest. <laughs> I just was like, you know, I try when, when people off like, oh, do yeah. they want to pet my dog? It's like, oh, they're a little nervous around yeah. dogs. And honestly, that is not cutting it. This is not the first time that that That's is not so cut crazy. it. That's so crazy. Because like, I find the opposite where I have to tell people, right. oh, he's nervous around. Like my dog right. is not right in the head. The right. little chihuahua is not right in the head. So it is so weird. And so I think I'm just going to have to be a bit more bold yeah. and just say, you know what? Can you please keep your dog a little bit farther away? Yeah. I can say it in a nice way, right. but the social cues are not no. somehow being received. So weird. It was just, it was very bizarre. And I don't know if it's like, I was thinking maybe people know their dog so well and love their dog so much yes. that they're like, oh, this is such a great dog with kids. Right. Kids. And they very well might be. Oh, yeah, it's, totally. It's not that you're saying yeah, like it, you're right. actually scared of the dog or not. Right. But it's like clearly right. not the time right. or place. My child yeah. is nervous around your dog. Me as a parent, you might know your dog. I don't know exactly, your dog. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I don't know how it's going to be around my child. So anyway, I'm going to try to just have the confidence that the next time this happens yes. to say it more explicitly. It's but it frustrating because so you feel bizarre. like you shouldn't have to. Like it's right. kind of an unspoken. Yeah. I will say I feel like, and I don't know if it's because of the weather and we're mm-hmm. just all out more. Yeah. But I feel like people have here in Arizona a way more like, lackadaisical Uh approach to like animal Uh management well like we got the feral cat situation we have the tortoises running amok (laughs) we have people people think it's just okay often Mm -hmm. to have their dogs off leash here and that's just asking for a lot of trouble yeah like for the dog and human population Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and yeah i feel like it's an issue or people um Maybe because we're so family, right? It's like, it is a very family friendly, right? A lot of people have dogs, yeah. whatever kind of a place. Yeah. But like I had the absolute opposite, which <laughs> I was meaning to tell you about. And I'm uh-huh. glad you brought the dog story up because I remembered I was at the vet with Miko uh-huh. and he's the more friendly one, the mm-hmm. black one. And he is fine with kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, he doesn't necessarily want them like mm-hmm. in his face, but he's yeah. never done anything. Um, and I had him at the vet and there is a dad in there with maybe, she was like three or four. So okay. it wasn't like she was an 18 month old right. toddler. Um, their dog was back in the back getting mm-hmm. something done and they were waiting for him or picking him up. And she was literally sprinting around the vet's office, number one. There are all of these yeah. dogs who are either Various states scared. Of, right sick, mm-hmm. elderly, mm-hmm. whatever. Like we were just there for a checkup, but right. it was like, 
And she is running mm. at all of them and like oh. laying <gasps> on top of dogs, <gasps> hugging dogs. <gasps> oh my god. Running up on dogs that are leashed that in the vet's office. That would terrify me as a parent. Would you... I cannot imagine a circumstance where I don't say to my child, that is not okay. You, right, no. Even if you are, even if your dog is okay with that, which mm-hmm. I don't really think that a lot of dogs are actually okay yeah, with that. Even right. if they're child friendly, they still don't want that. Right, like right. nobody wants that. Right. <laughs> um, your dog is maybe tolerating that at home. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean he should have to. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I mean, I'm talking like aggressively in dogs' Ooh. faces that she does Ooh. not know. Yikes. And the dad is saying nothing. <gasps> I gave him the dirtiest look because I had already said to her, oh, no, he gets nervous. And granted, I think Miko would have been fine. But I'm like, right. he shouldn't have to deal with right. that. That's yeah. not OK. You don't right. know that kid. And I don't let my own kids do that to right. him. I say yeah. you give you we respect animals. Mm-hmm. You give them their space and they need to know they don't run up on a yeah. random dog because oh my gosh. you will get your face bit. Right. You know, like that's just an animal instinct at a certain point. Yeah. And I. I did. She did it again. And she kept like lurking around us. And I was like, I know it's not, I mean, it's the parent's job at that point to intervene, but I did just look at him. Like, I mean, are you kidding me right now? Yeah. Sprinting around, running up on all these old dogs. Was he noticing it? Was he reading something? Was he was he looking on his at phone it. Or just he was looking at her and he was just like, no problem. Goodness. He's like, oh, come on. We got to go get our, like, just not completely not noticing but just like oh, no oblivious concern. to the fact that it was a problem oh my goodness to re- where really i mean the ladies at the front desk were watching and i thought they were going to say something i'm like i wish you would because this is really like a safety thing at this yes, point no, like it really is. you are running up on all these scared sick dogs like yeah. not okay but oh my goodness so i had the opposite issue <laughs> and i want you to know that i'm always like no he'll bite you <laughs> right <laughs> like <know>. stay away <laughs> I know. Uh, okay i have another I guess it's not technically neighborhood news, okay. but it involves Dash and Julia. Oh, so yeah. That they're counts. still, yeah. That counts. So the, <laughs> Julia has been very into writing stories lately, oh, like drawing a picture yeah. and writing like three or four words uh-huh. with the sounds with yeah. it. And she's reading me about like castles and a cave and uh-huh. a bat and a bear and all these things. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden she, she had been drawing this little booklet I have for mm-hmm. her for a while. Uh, then she turns the page and there's two kids mm-hmm. and like long lines, like going to each other. Uh-huh to each other's faces and she's like and that's me and dashiell and we're touching our tongues together <laughs> i was like no you are not oh not yet <laughs> i was like where do you even get this and i look and sure i mean they are like <laughs> long lines out middle. of their mouths meeting in the middle and just like matter of fact like yeah we thought it was fun we touched our tongues together and so wait is this is this an actual i will show you a picture i will or- is this something that no, you think I, is based on reality or this is just a story made <laughs> I up? Mean, I mean, I will, I'll do some reconnaissance. Do some research. It has not been mentioned at my house. I will show the picture. I will take the picture and post it on Instagram because it is hilarious. That is amazing. But just like out of nowhere. Just oh, yeah. out of nowhere. This is me and Dashiell and we yeah. were touching our tongues and together. And then that happened. Oh, back to the castle. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> it is like you try not to make a big deal. Like, right. oh, I mean, <laughs> were you actually touching your tongues together? And then I had a little, I think it's funny because I, I feel like sometimes I always see like Dash in passing, like right. moving into the next yes. class and I say hi, but he's not really paying right. attention. Right. And the other day Dash and our other little neighbor were out Aww. like waiting yeah. for their teacher and I was there with Julia and I said something like, how is the neighborhood? Yeah. Are you guys holding down the neighborhood for yeah. us? And they just got like super interested and they were like, yeah, where do you live now? <laughs> and I said, I live just like we could ride our you could ride your bikes yeah. to my house. Yeah. And the other one was like, Oh, 
like the first house on the corner <laughs> right and i was like well a little further <laughs> a little that. farther it's just so funny seeing their little braids exactly work, and but they're like oh so by the park yeah like, well a little bit a park by a park <laughs> so yeah it's really cute we apparently need to keep an eye on those two that's right oh my it, it has goodness. begun oh my goodness <laughs> All right, I'm going to do some subtle All right. asking. I'll show you the picture. It's quite awesome. That is amazing. Okay. Well, I think that's all for this episode. So, as always, thank you so much for listening and for all your reviews and ratings on iTunes. We just love you guys. We and do. thanks for interacting with us. You can always catch up with us on Instagram, we're Hi Girls Next Door, or check out our Facebook page. And as always, you can send us an email at door at gmail.com. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. But keep your dogs back. (laughs) Yeah. Keep your dogs on a leash. And keep your kids on a leash. (laughs) Perhaps at the vet. I have a lot of bullet points too. I was like, I have a lot to say about this. Yeah, this may be. Buckle up, friends. (laughs) (laughs) We're taking our temperatures. Counseling time. Yeah.